good to uh, put a face against the name. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we could finally actually chat. Perfect. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. And and what about uh, my voice? Uh, sounds good from where I can hear, so let's go with okay. it. I'm going to okay. hit record. Uh, I'm recording. Okay, I think we're good. Awesome. Well, thank you for... Hey, it's Ben Hernandez, and this is, well, the long-awaited episode four of the I've Been Thinking podcast. I'll get into that later, because I have something a little different in store today. As for many of us, the past almost two years has had a great number of surprises in store, and forced me to make some huge changes to from how I work, to what I wear, to how I meet new people. You may remember from previous episodes of the podcast, I am a product designer, aka user experience designer, aka a number of other synonyms for what I do. Anyway, over the past year, I decided to join an organization called The Amazing Designer List. It's basically a community of designers design leaders who have a singular goal of offering pro bono mentorship, interview coaching, and leadership advice to other designers. I can honestly say it's been one of the most rewarding things that I've done over the past year. And I've had the privilege of meeting a number of amazing people, no pun intended, from all over the world. But one such call stood out to me, and not just for the quality of the conversation, but for the incredible perspective that that person had on what it meant to be a designer and how they seem to really love what they do. So uh, my name is uh, Himanshu Bharadwaj. I live in Connecticut, close to New York City, and I am a user experience designer, product slash product designer, whatever you know the names there, there are. There are very little boundaries between the two but that's what i do i build products um, i lead teams and um, i have been in the industry for more than two decades and i enjoy what i do i have a great love for craft and i'm always learning and willing to learn from anybody i come across you know i grew up in a family of yogis both my parents were yogis and you know my my father was a professor and you know we we grew up learning about mindfulness understanding how to stay calm and you know having something much higher in having aspirations that were much higher than who we were and you know doing taking small steps to achieve greatness you know that those were the kind of ideas that i assimilated growing uh, in india and then i came here and um, you know i i worked with some really really brilliant people and you know i kept in touch with them even after they left the industry uh, you know left for another company and after a decade or so i found a lot of my colleagues have burnt out and they you know either left the profession completely or they changed their career paths or they you know they they were um, struggling to find uh, to figure out what they want to do next and that led me to think you know how can somebody so brilliant be so pessimistic how can they feel so burnt out because creativity is a burning desire within a person you know innovation is something that you you do it in the mind and you know your mind never ages so how do you feel that you have burnt out how you've aged 
so i i you know started thinking about how can i draw from my inch you know from the ancient wisdom that i have learned into my design profession and try to come up with something that's very fresh and useful not just for the designers but for everybody in the team and then taking it forward with the clients and ultimately the end user how can you influence everybody in this assembly line of work and you know from start to finish from creation to consumption how can you improve the current process so that people feel happy what they do people feel happy coming to the office every day people feel happy creating something for the end user so that you know design is design feels like a profession of giving rather than taking where you know you 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 feel elated inside when you feel the users happy so you know happiness of the user should give you joy working with people should give you joy working on a project that's very complex also should be able to give you joy so how do you find that joy within if you look at um, you know things in this world that make a person stressed out number one stress factor is losing somebody that's you know losing a loved one when you lose somebody that you really loved you know it creates trauma and void in your life the second um, unhappy event that happens in people's life is unhappiness at work so stress at work is the second most stressful uh, cause of stress in people's life so you know it is it is a responsibility of managers to be uh, you know to be concerned about it and it, it not just for their own company's bottom line but just becoming a better human being so you know the idea of joyful leadership came into my mind how do you then build that idea forward how to become a joyful leader and you know uh, we we live in a democratic society where everybody is equal we have equal rights but then when you enter a capitalist society it's top down you know there is this authority there is you know a power structure and all that so you have to adjust in that and uh, you know sometimes it doesn't work well with people who want to be recognized who who want equal share in the growth and and decision making and you know people's ego play a role when they you know with with money and power comes a lot of ego so how do you um you know break those barriers because at the end of the day all of us from top to bottom are working on something that we love and we work as a team and that's that's how you know um communities are built that's how you know humanity grew that's how human being evolved you know when we worked as as a team you know no no invention no no progress has happened in isolation it's only when people came together the other thing i saw you know that led me to joyful design is how people are using technology and technology causing stress and pain and suffering you know uh, you know if it is a social media it causes a lot of envy jealousy and all that it causes loneliness addiction sometimes depression um you know and um, people are craving for authentic connections and positive experiences in products that we create it's not it's no longer about just you know uh, functional products it's not about just 
creating experiences you know we move from functional products to products with experiences to now products with uh, you know with something more than experiences something that touches the sense and sensibilities of people so we're talking about different senses it's not just about what looks good on the eye to the eye but you know something that's more than that you know uh, there are more than five senses and sensibilities it's like uh, a slew of that array of those sense you know senses and sensibilities that you try to uh, appeal when you make a design and how do you how do you make the best of everything that we have and you know the the stress comes when two experiences collide with each other for example if you are say sitting in a park you've got fragrant flowers a really good scenic view of the flower but if it is a hot weather and the bench that you are on uh, that you're sitting on is very hot you will not be able to enjoy the experience so you know on one end your eyes are seeing something very beautiful and enjoying it but on the other end the heat is bothering you so it's multi sensory experiences that have also become very important to bring joy in the person so one of the principles of joyful design that i've been trying to uh, elaborate is not just thinking about humans because the moment we start thinking about humans we become a little selfish and you know we live in a in a universe with trees birds animals and the whole ecosystem and you know the planets and the stars so you know it's the butterfly effect you do something bad in one place it uh, you know it, it it affects something else so by being selfish or and being and designing only for human consumption we neglect everything else that is part of us so it's it's the holistic thinking that we need to build uh and you know and that is part of the joyful design because when everything is happy when the environment is good we become happy good ideas come from diverse views you know if if everybody follows what you are going are are saying then you know you just become people who are just like yours and that's not a way for innovation you know innovation comes from juxtaposition of diverse ideas i think that's very very important and then people do see uh, you know the common ground and how we can come together because they see value in the way of the way you know this way of thinking and you know it's not really just saying you know do my way is the highway but it's it's basically all about collaboration and uh, teamwork and you know and becoming better than who we are so i think those kind of ideals have no uh you know conflict empathy is uh, one of the biggest assets of for any designer and i would use the word compassion instead of empathy i think this this takes empathy further and you know we we become more more human we we understand people consume you know users people we work with clients and you know one of the things about empathy that i've thought about pushing into the joyful design is not really restricting us to empathy uh, because the moment you start becoming very empathetic you become close to the subject matter you become close to the user and that kind of clouds the judgment the rational thinking um you know 
becomes a little weak as uh, you become more emotional you know in my design thinking process so i've created this whole double diamond kind of design thinking process taken from the ideos process and uh, it, uh tweak it a little more and you know one thing i have added is something called a pregnant pause where you know you you take a pause and you really think deeply about what you have achieved what are the problems what's next and when you take that pause you dissociate yourself from the attachments that you have and you think objectively While in many ways, I was made for pandemic living. Anonymity in public, working from home, and the general lack of opportunities for my social anxiety to be aggravated. I, like many others, found it difficult to find joy, let alone professional joy, over the past two years. That is one of the biggest reasons it's been almost two years since the last episode of this podcast. Actually, it's been more than that. Anyway... Right before the pandemic, the anxiety and depression that I have suffered with for almost all of my adult life finally came to a head and my body literally forced me to get help. And I did, and I'm better for it. I'm not saying that it was anything divine or that because of the pandemic and quarantine, I was able to get better. But after what I went through and finding community and virtual settings in an environment where I felt like I could be myself, things got better. Meeting and talking with great people like Himanshu and hearing about the way that he looks at all aspects of his life. I couldn't help but feel inspired. For me, the pandemic has been that pregnant pause that I needed in order to feel like myself after decades of running away from that. I'm sure that I'll look back on the past two years and tell my daughter, little Quarantina, just kidding, that's not her name. She was born years before COVID. I'll tell her all about how this was the time when I started playing music again and how this is the time that I picked up woodworking and only sustained minor injuries and how this is the time when I really started finding joy in the little things and that this is the time that I started living for today and not just for what's coming next. The connections that I've made in communities like the Amazing Designer List with both young designers and other leaders like Himanshu have honestly fueled me over the past year. And I highly encourage any designer, no matter what kind of design that you practice, to get involved and get connected. You can check them out at adplist.org. You're not a designer and you're struggling to find a connection or just want to ponder the meaning of life, I'm here. So shoot me a message at ben at benher.co. Truth be told, I don't think that I would have made this episode if it weren't for Himanshu suggesting it, but I'm super grateful for him taking the time to chat with me and for trusting me to tell his story. You can find him and more about Joyful Design on his website, joyful.design. Finally, thank you, dear listener. I promise it won't be two years before the next episode. I've already got something big in the works. Until next time, I'm Ben Hur, Mandis.